0: Do you think your headaches are connected to your ear problems? Well,
1: that remember, I kind of mentioned that because it's on the right side of my head. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of why I wonder if it's all like, and it's maybe more, um, what's that like, psychosomatic. But I start thinking like, maybe my jaw hurts a little bit too. And you know, mm-hmm, in the last mm-hmm. two years or so, my, so my, my dad has been dealing with like bad headaches where like they kind of like make them stop. And so... He's gone through medications and it's kind of the same thing, but I think his, his um Dennis was all like on it. So yeah, it's mm-hmm. been kinda of nuts. Mm-hmm. So on that note, um July 10, twenty one. This is Jivaz Alien Tony Shava, of course, with
0: uh Beth the Supreme Deity. We're we're not in July. Did I say July? You said July.
1: Okay, take five. <laughs> January the tenth, twenty twenty one. That's know. hilarious. I'm this keeping is Beth, that Beth
0: the confused <laughs> Supreme deity,
1: Beth, BTSD, Beth, the um, damn it! See, this was all off the cuff, and I'm like five different Beth
0: the Supreme, damn it!
1: Oh, that's good. Ooh, I'm going with that. Okay, take twenty nine. All right. So this episode, um, since I did more jibber jabbering about other stuff, we're gonna do a little kind of cool stuff of what I want to talk more about, and that is music.
0: Music.
1: Um, of course, that smooth, sexy saxophone. Ah, how do you like that? Yeah, that's not yeah I had
0: to try and uh, con- or describe what you know your new toy to Mark. No, he, he's on yeah. yeah, he's <laughs> on it. No, he's on there. So <laughs> Mark, yeah,
1: Mark's cool. Just no last name.
0: And just you know, new toy sounded bad, so I had to.
1: Oh, that's that's the part that <laughs> to <get used laughs> with, Yeah, new toy, batteries weren't included. You know, all that good stuff. It's a. It's a pain in the ass. haha! Ha. All right, all this is getting edited because I'm fixing my chair. Check this out, Beth.
0: Look what a. Uh... I saw that.
1: So one of those is yours, but if you leave it for me, I'll put it like in a picture frame.
0: Did you do these or did j- uh, your sister? Jess
1: yes, made them, yes.
0: Those are cool. Yeah, she she got a,
1: uh, you ever heard of the cricket?
0: Is oh, this... yeah, my mom's got one. It's She doesn't know how to use it, though.
1: I mean, asked my sis the same thing. She doesn't know what she's doing, but she's kind of guessing it. She...
0: Like, she lent, lent it to me once. I was like, okay, I'll figure out how to do it, and I'll explain it to you. And I couldn't figure
1: it out either. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's going in the, in the vault. I, like,
0: even looked on YouTube for instructional videos, and they were, like... Not helpful? They weren't helpful at all.
1: When I kind of... And it's kind of um sad note where she made two specialty ones for, you know, our, our two sisters and they're lost in the mail somewhere cuz one's all the way up in Alaska so mm-hmm. that one was um like oh of course but the other one's so close it's been like 8 9 days and yes you had the holidays but it's like she didn't put a return address and it's just kind of like oh that's messed up cuz she made it very special and you know she put double the postage to like mm-hmm. make up for the weight whatever and she's kind of going nuts about it but no, it's you know ish happens
0: say so not saying you saying d- didn't put a return address reminded me of something mark and his dad used to do mm. when they uh needed to mail something to each other but didn't have stamps on hand or something like that yeah they just put the address it's going to as the return address and, and didn't put postage on it it's like so most of the time they don't even notice they just you know stick in the return address like d- these anyway. idiots didn't put postage i'm just gonna
1: send it back to whose it is like thanks that's the one i wanted in yeah the and yeah. most
0: of the time it got there faster <laughs> would have if they'd put postage
1: get this incorrect garbage out of our mm-hmm. hands mm-hmm. uh all right so let's jump into um this is uh, one of my many tangents yeah close the door i don't <laughs> know why, I look, but it's basically about this rock super group called army of anyone which you probably never heard of i'm assuming um nope well i mean i mean i had know, you before, listen
0: before i came here today i had not heard of them
1: okay yeah fair enough well Oh, I should look at my notes for you know I'm, I'm trying to read Wikipedia like I'm their resource or something. But uh, so I, I for some reason I've I've brought them up a few times in my library to listen to and it's a band I completely stumbled upon in here when were they formed 2006 that's when their title debut came out 2006 so hmm. little over 14 years ago and somehow I'm not a huge um, fan of either of the um, main characters but so it's Army of Anyone it's a like a i don't know what you would describe it it's it's got sort of a supergroup of two like middling to mega 90s bands that sort of converged and kind of made their own sound and it's the front man the singer is a uh, filter you know what filter is
0: i've heard of them
1: hey man nice shot hey man nice shot wish i never met you now nah. it's a little late those who could, I, I should have probably listened uh, to.
0: Yeah, I've heard of them. I've never actually listened to them.
1: I mean, they're that's the only song I can name off the top of my head. But the singer's got a very kind of like grating voice. It's mm-hmm. almost like I'm getting very nerdy because I know very little of it. But like uh, I don't know if you know Tom Waits, that kind of scratchy voice, like. It, it, it's like where they, they drank, you know, bottles of whiskey with, like, shrapnels of glass. It's just very, <laughs> Lots like... Lots of cigars. Yeah, yeah, tons of cigar. Yeah. So he has that cool um, voice, and, and it's, I don't know, this part I'm reading, but it's two members of Stone Temple Pilots, mm-hmm. which, uh, infamously, was Scott Weiland. So they made a group. Um, the band is the called the DeLeo Brothers, Dean and Robert DeLeo. Uh, Dean's on guitar, and DeLeo's on bass. And Ray Luzier, who's you know he in this band he's the one that like yeah, kind of neglected in a way just because the other guys are so huge. Which I could be wrong. He could be like a studio uh, drummer that's played with tons of band. But so they made this group, and somehow I just kind of started hearing them like on the radio I think, and I bought the album and it's I knew next to nothing of either of the the, the groups really, but I listened to it and it was something about it just caught me in the right moment in time where you know my in my life was something. But it's it's got like the first single was Goodbye, but it's. So based off the title and the music genre, you would assume that it's kind of like very like a uh, nihilistic, you know, very like depressing, very mm-hmm. melancholic, very like the cure, very mm-hmm. um, oh, I-, I love the one that you always ca- like, like, like to beat up on, but um, depressed mode, <laughs> Depeche mode. Like I like that you're sort of, that you kind of keep it grounded for me in my head because I like them in a, in a weird way, but not like in a sort of, I want to hear all their shit, you know, but mm-hmm. the, off those shoulders of giants so to speak was like where you got bands like 9 inch nails industrial like um there's one uh skinny puppy have you ever heard of them skinny puppy they're fucking they're they're like i think they're pre 9 inch nails but they're like the grittiest of gritty. they're basically like i'll put it in terms that you'll hate to hear but they're kind of like if if you start talking about like metallica and like slayer maybe were you just looking to throw something i mean you look
0: no no my <laughs> my phone just went off and so i was looking at it yeah I, <laughs> no no i'm just trying to think slayer and metallica Mm. well
1: because they're both thrash metal um arguably slayer is the better band technically yes well you just hate metallica (laughs) but metallica is obviously the more mainstream one Mm -hmm. um and to me in a lot of situations because of their music they they sort of they they sort of brought forth so much new shit that nobody knew what to do or whatever like that heavy angry sound and somehow they were able to capitalize on it mm-hmm. and that quote-unquote made them sellouts and they cut their hair and blah blah so now they they'll never be able to get rid of that that fucking uh title or whatever mm-hmm. label and so now it's as long as they don't care it's fine you know and to you it's like a double-edged sword because they're a huge giants fan right mm-hmm. San Francisco Giants. you're like fuck off guys you're like mm-hmm. and you kind of whisper yourself metallica but it's comparing them slayer is arguably the better band you play their first album to their last album and their, their sound is very much the same. Mm. And that's definitely not an insult because they didn't try to follow trends. They're known for just being like brutally, like just, like brutal. They're just mm-hmm. being brutal. And Metallica sort of made it, they did, you know, um, ballads, they cover fucking uh, rock songs. I don't mean in a mean way, like I love that shit, but they do um, Bob Seeger.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, wow. I, if you if you could capture Beth's look right now and, and sell it, like you'd be a billionaire. It's so fucking hilarious. <laughs>
0: see i love that bob Seeger song
1: oh no <laughs> so
0: when they covered it it's just uh, uh, i'm not even gonna name uh, it so if you don't
1: know you shouldn't know but
0: there are certain songs that should not be covered and <laughs> that one. sucks is the, those songs are covered a lot
1: <laughs> this is a nice way to like sort of include more of your voice but um any um metallica parodies by Weird Al? you'd have to dig um... in
0: I don't think so. We
1: can come back to you later because that, that's very interesting to me in a way. Uh, okay, so yeah, back to... I don't think so. So back to... Let's erase the last 10 minutes, but Army of Anyone. So they got the band, they got the albums, Goodbye. It's more, to me, it's more of a sort of positive vibe to it because it's very it's a very treasured album. This, these are my own words here. Because it, it takes what's like in your mind because of the Leo Brothers and the sort of image um, Stone Temple Pilots kind of present it. You know, it's very... Um, Wicked Garden, um, flies in the Vaseline, which is Mm -hmm. like, it's got a poppy sound, but when you look at the lyrics, like, it's fucking depressing. It's Mm -hmm. sad. And behind the scenes, Scott, I'm pretty sure he didn't write the lyrics, but Scott Wyland is like battling heroin. He's got the heroin chic look that we talked about. Mm -hmm. Like, he's very scrawny and like, like it's attractive. Like, dude, this motherfucker is like on death's door constantly. I think he's Mm -hmm. OD'd a bunch of times. So anyway, he's got that dark pop. I could be totally wrong, but I think, he was around the grunge era, but I don't think he was from the grunge region. Like he wasn't from the no, Bay God. Area. Yeah. But it's but so like immediately they came out like oh you're you're fake and so it, I don't know it, it's weird to me but like I'm not a huge Stone Temple Final fan but I like the sound mm-hmm. it's very neat so anyway one of the many issues they had was Scott wanted so they split apart and so they went and they and they somehow they stumbled across and they do this um, music with Richard Patrick. Um, so they turn what the Deleuze on is like a gloomy, tragic sort of vibe. Mm-hmm. And to me, anyway, they change it to like this beautiful kind of hopeful tone. And it's hmm. kind of based just off the single. Like if you listen to the guitars, they're nice and crunchy, which I love. I love that crunchy guitar. Um, so they get the guy from, from you know, Hey Man, Nice Shot. And and kind of simultaneously, Scott Wiley went out and he did a Velvet Revolver. With, oh,
0: it was around the same time?
1: Yeah, with with who? Your boy Slash. Yeah. It's fucking great. He's and, the man.
0: And, and Duff McKagan. Yeah. And see, Matt Sorum.
1: Okay, see, I'm terrible about that sh- I'm bad with names as it is, but yeah.
0: All all of those guys were in GNR.
1: Guns and Roses for all you yeah. dweebs out there. Or all you uh, prepubescent. I don't know. I'm just trying <laughs> to insult people here. Coffee sip. Are
0: you, have you drinking your coffee? Uh, my coffee's like almost almost gone, actually. <laughs> I got, that's why I keep my hand over the top. So it doesn't get cold? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yo, I'm going to have to buy... They have this little... Um, this is a real stupid tangent, but this USB like plate that heats up, and so it's basically for your mm. w- to keep your mug warm.
0: Mark Mark used to have one of those. It just didn't work very well, so he we ended up getting the old school and you, know, you plug into an outlet on a wall and you know, little hot plate. You put your mug on,
1: but it's for your coffee too. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's kind of like that's more of a waste too. Like they're all a waste, but it, like
0: it, it's made specifically for coffee.
1: Well, what I've seen that you could use is, or maybe it's vice versa, but they have that little stand and you put like a candle on it. And so it warms up the candle. It doesn't burn it, but it gives off that smell.
0: Kind of the, you mean the oil burners? Uh,
1: no, it's like you put actual candle. There's a They look just like those uh, warmers, mm-hmm. but it's like for a candle to like, it's.
0: Like- oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. My my friend's got a couple of those. I dropped my stick. Because she's, she's got several cats, so it's not very safe for her to oh, light no. candles. Oh, yeah. So she she bought a bunch of those warmers because she likes, you know. Oh, that's fucking funny. You know, the the, the smell. smell of candles. She
1: likes light. more of the not the smell of cat urine. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's okay. She's not going to listen. So. Well,
1: I was totally going to say we could edit this, but just because I, I like that a stereotype. But is she a cat lady? Would you consider her a cat lady? She,
0: I I would have. She She's gone from... 5 cats down to 3. Oh, that's good. So, I give like, that props. Like she always used to tell her daughter, she's like, you know, we live in an apartment one hand. That, we do one one people? hand, you know, five cats, that's that's the max. If we get a house, we'll go to the other hand, but while we're in an apartment, no more than five.
1: That's pretty the kind of rescues or like strays what what is she?
0: Um one was a rescue. Um the other two um were children of a stray. Okay. My- yeah, there there was a stray cat that kind of adopted her at this other apartment, and so she started feeding her. And <laughs> she she never brought her inside because she didn't want to give her get her the shots and all that stuff. Oh yeah yeah. So yeah. she kept her outside. She just fed her, and then it had a litter. So these two cats are from her litter.
1: So I'm sure they probably heard that, but like I had to unzip my sweater a little bit because I'm getting hot because of the coffee. He's <laughs> <It's> like he's <it's laughs> nice. I didn't want her to feel weird like. Did you guys hear that uh, zipper at thirteen minutes and thirty seconds? <laughs> um, I'll probably just delete that now that I think about it. 13 minutes, That's kind of the easy. Nah, I'll, I'll worry
0: about later. Thirteen thirty. But um, yeah, it was, it was so cute because the the cat that was the stray that she started feeding, um, she just called it you, because she'd always say hey you. Oh. So the cat's name was you. But uh, her daughter was probably around you know four <laughs> or five at the time, and it was so confusing. She's like go get you. She's like me. She's like no you feed you feed feed me no the cat <laughs> <laughs> just like what me <laughs> I,
1: I like that like uh you know you live in a sitcom kind of kind of mm-hmm, deal mm-hmm. Um, and real quick just for my my sister's gonna love this by the way because she's she's kind of a she's gonna have these cats she's got a real connection that, that's gonna be a good topic for later i'm gonna remember that i, I swear i will remember it. but <laughs> Damn it! And I completely forgot what I thought. Well, no, I thought something like five <laughs> seconds ago, and I forgot. Oh, something about your sister. Well, no, actually, about your friend. Uh-huh. Any of the strays, or has you came across any um, Scottish folds? I love Scottish folds. I
0: don't know what those. Oh, I'm gonna have
1: to send you a picture because they're like. fucking adorable. They're like a, the fluffy gray cat.
0: Oh, okay, oh, I okay. Love Scottish food. I know what you're talking about. I saw a
1: picture. I saw it in a movie or something. And I fell in love. Like as soon as I, see, I don't care if it's on somebody's window or if I see it on the the Westminster cat show or whatever. Mm. I'm totally gonna like kidnap the fucking Scottish <laughs> fold. I mean, if I have to go to Scotland to do Scottish fold, I would do it. I have no clue what that makes it. Yeah, I'm, see, bad yeah, I'm, at a, I'm allergic
0: to cats. So oh. and I I just don't like you know the cat attitude. I guess.
1: Um, we do try. I forgot we did have a little bit where we would trash on cats about <laughs> their uppity attitude. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, it was genuine.
0: Um, <laughs> and my brother has got a cat and he was he always hated cats too until he met this cat and he's like, "Oh yeah, we were meant to be together." But, you know, I, I just can't be in my like I'll go visit my friend often, usually once a week we try to get together. Yeah. But we always sit on her back porch cuz I can't
1: go inside at yeah, all. Yeah, go
0: inside. Like, two I'm in her house 2 minutes and I'm sneezing. Oh, you wow. know, it's it's really bad.
1: And you could do take shots and stuff like that, but it's just one of those things where mm-hmm. it's a lot of effort for like not necessarily see, it sounds bad but like not not a lot of reward, but not in the sense where like, oh they bring you happiness and peace, but it's like you're working so much when you just let this cat live his own life, like go while you live it yourself, you know. Don't d I'm not i am not going to give you milk, man. Just they're,
0: yeah, they're they're very independent. So yeah. I mean they don't have a they don't have a lot of needs. I mean my brother he, he lives in an apartment and he had a dog for a while and it was just a total hassle because he had to take it out for walks, yeah. take it outside to let it, you know, do it its business. Still crazy. And what still kind of, How know, big was the dog? Like, what kind of... it, it, was a, it was a Pomeranian mix, so it was pretty small. Oh, yeah. shit. So, so, but, you know, it's still, you know, cats can do their business in the litter box. Yeah. Dogs you have to take outside. And he didn't have a porch, so he had to, like, take it for a walk at, like, 5 a.m. every morning.
1: Was he, like, in the second floor or stuff like that? No, no. he was a that?
0: He was a ground level, but... um. And I mean, you know, it, was, it was just more hassle than.
1: It's probably easier to teach the dog to, like, sit on the toilet, I think. <laughs> and then if you do what I do and, and install that bidet, like, man, you're golden goose there.
0: <laughs> just got a mental image of dog a
1: dog squatting dog, on it.
0: Uh, getting shot by a bidet and, like, shooting across the...
1: Hey, keep that. I hope you're taking notes because <laughs> I might try to Photoshop that or something. I got, like, two, three weeks that's totally Photoshopable.
0: <laughs> sorry, just, dog.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hey, talk about a good segue. Where like one of my favorite pictures. uh, Fuck, I'm gonna have to listen to this like right as soon as we finish record. But there's a famous Salvador Dali picture Mm -hmm. where he's like jumping in air. So it's kind of like in motion, and there's like streams of water kind of shooting across, and there's at least one, but maybe two cats getting thrown and they're soaked, in wet. and I've read it, the way they did it, duh, this is like the, what, 50s, 60s, 70s, like, mm-hmm. there are no fucking PETA laws. Mm-hmm. They actually, like, dip these poor cats and chuck them across the room, like, multiple times to get this perfect shot, and, like, it's just, like, you could hear the chaos in the mm-hmm. fucking picture and if you don't know salvador dalar he's got that goofy um giant mustache like that this dude was a was a, a eccentric mm-hmm, for sure mm-hmm. and, and my I'm,
0: brother's got some of his paintings
1: oh man see you, you me and your bro could kind of vibe that's our like little at least starting point cuz like i lo- i'm a big art nut I, I don't know nothing about the history again i don't know like geology so i don't know where they live and stuff mm-hmm. like that but i i appreciate art so anyway back to army of anyone like this music art ha you like that mm-hmm. uh, it's all art it's all art, man. It's all fart. It's all art. So, Velvet Revolver, kind of about the same time. And he sort of cleaned up his act from what I heard. Um,
0: <laughs> they tried.
1: I, I thought they were. Uh, they had like. Um,
0: what was it? They, they sent him to. Uh, rehab. And, rehab.
1: Yeah, and that's one of those, you know, like the outside and, you know, um, um, fucking E Hollywood true stories or whatever. They probably like point and laugh at him. But being a music fan, you see that torture in him and, mm-hmm. you know that cry for hell, blah, blah, whatever. Uh, It's very similar to, like, say, like, you know, um, um, Soundgarden, you know, Uh, Chris Cornell, where he died tragically, and his death shouldn't mean any less because, like, well he's just a junkie, he died, like, dude, you guys don't fucking know the story. Mm -hmm. I've I've been that junkie. I've hung out with junkies. Like, unless you've walked through those shoes, you got zero reason to be able to judge people, you know? Mm -hmm. So anyway, talking about heroin, I guess. Anyway, (laughs) Stone Temple Pilots, um... Yeah, it's 20 minutes in, so this is kind of where I'm going to make that quick shift. So they have that band uh, played the song for you. It's very kind of hopeful, and to me, it's almost like they're like a cover band in a weird way, because it's like, I've talked about covers before where you have one of my favorites, Nine Inch Nails, not one of my favorite songs, but one of my favorite bands, the, the infamous Hurt, which is kind of a, the needle tears a hole, the old familiar sting. It's about kind of uh, abuse, if, if I think, unless I confuse it somewhere, but... It's very dark, right? And it has, like, um, at the end, it feels like suicidal. It's very dark. Mm-hmm. And then Johnny Cash covered it, and he played it with acoustic guitar. And his is more, like, upbeat. Like, as the as the song goes on, it has an upswell to it. So it kind of starts slow, and it sort of builds up. And, like, at the end, he's almost, yeah, that's a bird that is smashing to our window. I was about to was-
0: say, did that bird just fly into the window? <laughs> oh man it he's it like even outline like the, no <laughs> no he fluttered he
1: fluttered at the door. so i'm thinking like you know he's listening he's like shut the f up shut the f this is like uh don't this... be talking
0: about johnny cash like that yeah johnny cash
1: <laughs> like or oh, that's johnny cash's spirit or something Maybe. show up Maybe. in the door and let it, it in was it? no <laughs> i
0: hate birds <laughs> i can't stand birds all right let's make the conversation
1: <clears throat> way shorter beth what animals do you like
0: dogs Yet
1: yeah, you want to see me photoshop them getting launched out of um bidet
0: i'm sorry i got the mental image again. that's so funny (laughs) great
1: because you know what i'm gonna try to find years ago i wanted this is where like before i didn't have that um expendable money or uh, what's that other word like um disposable income Mm -hmm. where there's this (laughs) this fucking i'm gonna have to find that video like years ago like i'm talking at least maybe at least a decade but there's a little dog that you put in the in your usb port And so he powers it, and and, and he, well, no, one, he's doing, like, sit-ups. And I think he has a little six-pack. He's got, like, a little crunch. And I want to say he's a gray dog. But then there's another dog. I think he's brown, and he's humping. Mm -hmm. So it's Mm -hmm. like the humping I've seen the humping one before. Okay, so I won't even show it because then I'll feel, like, dirty about it. But what purpose, it's not a a fucking memory card. You can't save it.
0: No, the only purpose is to have a tiny little dog humping your computer.
1: Which, do you need another more reason? I really don't Uh, think uh, so. No, no.
0: (laughs) Some things you don't need reasons for.
1: Mm. (laughs) damn stuff just been knocking around so Uh,
0: at least that wasn't your coffee oh yeah
1: that's scary reaching (laughs) for it I was like I might knock over the coffee so like you stay on the ground (laughs) so yeah so Johnny Cash has a song Hurt and it's very versus Trent Reznor Nine Inch Nails his is like it starts as you know the way i picture it is like where you're preparing the your heroine right and it ends tragic we're like oh does he die who cares the whole point is like it's it's sad it's depressing you picture him like um it's very funny because like how we talked about anthony cletus and you know uh mm-hmm. um uh what's his name fruscianti john
0: john, fruscianti?
1: john John fruscianti we're like fighting your demons or whatever where the way you know under the bridge the way stone temple oh stone temple, um Red chili peppers red hot chili peppers portray it. it's almost like romantic you know what i mean it's very sort of like poppy and you know other side it's it's about like killing yourself slit my throat but it's kind of like slit my throat it's very like upbeat and you know you're <laughs> singing along with it and then somebody reads lyrics like dude cut that shit out that's fucking depressing so anyway mm-hmm. anyway 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 i lost my train okay so johnny cash's hurt is way more like sort of beating that and shortly after that, he passed away, you know, Johnny Cat, natural mm-hmm. cause, he's old. But it's very, like, even Trent Reznor has said, like, that's his song. And it's, it's kind of, like, beautiful in a way. So that's how I kind of reconvene with Velvet Revolver, where that was kind of his his uh, fucking, like, fifth shot at life or something. And he did great music, and when that broke up, it was definitely not a sort of, um, like, hey, we can't deal with your shit anymore. It's kind of like, look, man, this isn't healthy for you, and we legit care about you, and we want you to get help. So, you know, he, he goes off. And... F- Later, they formed back up with some Temple pilots. Hmm. And so Army of Anyone, they made the one band. They reformed back up. That's that's their brother. Like, they're the DeLille brothers, but Scott wanted. Them. they love them as a brother. Mm-hmm. And they're not kicking them out because they want to be billionaires. But they're like, dude, we don't like seeing you like that. And we don't know how to help, kind of, you know. And so after they, they split up for like umpteenth time. What number is that anyway? Umpteenth time.
0: Oh. No, no,
1: All right, research on that. It's all of them. Yeah, it's all of them. So by the umpteenth time and, like, shortly after, like, a year or two later, he passed away. Mm-hmm. So it's like, ah, oh, tragic end, whatever. So going back to Arm of Anyone with his legal brothers, they made this thing. And one of the big things that ties us in, now we're going to get away from music, so you're going to love this. Um, <laughs> The the main guy from Filter, the, the unifying thread, if you will, Richard Patrick, Um, he's the brother of Robert Patrick, which would mean nothing to you because he's, like, a C-list actor. It's not being disparaging. A but for me... Robert Patrick was the, the main villain, and I've I put this up against movie after movie, decade after decade, and it still rises to me as my number one favorite movie of all time for various reasons, which I'm not going to get into detail here, but I will, you know, uh, cliff notes, if you will. Um, Terminator 2. Mm-hmm. Robert Patrick is the T-1000, the liquid guy.
0: Oh, okay, now there I know you who go. you're talking about, yeah.
1: So if you see him, and you see his brother Richard Patrick, with his younger brother from Filter, a.k.a. Army of Anyone, like, they look very similar Mm. But Robert Patrick, he's done a bunch, like a couple other, like like, um, cliched movies or whatever. Very small time, like um, I don't know. I'm, I'm big because I'm a loner, so I, I, I um, absorb movies and music. But like that's one of my all time favorite movies. Like I love um, '80s action movies. Because I watched them when I was already older. Like, I watched mm-hmm. them in the 90s. But I love, like, Bloodsport, your Van Damme. I used to like Steven Seagal, but he's a dumbass. Like, <laughs> fuck Steven Seagal. He's a slow, like, useless, whiny boy. Anyway, but my my man, like, I love Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, I got this huge bro crush, and it's completely mm-hmm. platonic. But, like, I love Arnold. Like, he's such a, like... He, he's this guy from Austria, spoke shitty-ass English. His only claim to fame was, like, oh, he's got nice muscles. This motherfucker became the governor of California, like...
0: It, like I didn't really, you know, pay that much attention to him, but like I read this little blurb on, you know, his life, you know, this little art, you know, Cliff's Notes article, and it's uh, just Maria like, wow.
1: Shriver, or her his ex-wife, right? Maria yeah, Shriver? yeah, they who mean, is related to the Kennedys? Kennedys. If, yeah. So
0: she's a, he married a Kennedy. Yep. So, but um, and
1: he ruined it by having sex with his maid, which is like, well, I mean, you shouldn't be surprised because you give the guy everything, like you know, you don't, you think you're, I don't know, it's just weird, like that whole idea, but it. It almost endears him more to me because, like, he's flawed, you know. Because mm-hmm. he, he's what they called Mr. Olympia, like he won these competitions for mm-hmm. his muscles. Like this guy's respected worldwide for his bodybuilding, even now in his like sixties. Like from
0: from what I read, he got into acting to pay for his strongman competitions. Yeah, I think and so. And he's uh, actually very um, don't want to say industrious. Just uh, he's he's an entrepreneur.
1: Yeah, yeah. He, Revents himself, Re-invent very into himself. business. Yeah, he's he, very business yeah, savvy. so
0: I, I, I wouldn't have pegged him for that because you see him, you think, oh, you know, dumb, dumb meathead. Guy. Yeah, yeah, the, meathead, yeah, dumb meathead. Yeah, but no, he's actually very smart and very, a very good businessman.
1: Very business savvy. Yeah. Like yeah. um, you know, he, he's sort of. This is a man from like I'm gonna tie in so many nerd shit right now. It's gonna be hilarious. <laughs> We're like 26 minutes in, so we got time. You need more coffee, Ben? <laughs> nah,
0: I'm good. I'm good. Oh, I got a burp. Like, I I drink my whole cup, so if I drink more, I'll be bouncing off the walls. <laughs> I mean, that's
1: kind of the vibe we're going for. But anyway, Arnold, this dude was in like one of the worst movies of one of my favorite people of all time. And I think me and Mark were talking about it, but fucking Mr. Freeze in Batman Forever. <laughs> You've got to chill and cool out. It's just...
0: Batman and Robin.
1: Oh, Batman and Robin. There you go. Yeah. What, did I say Batman Returns?
0: You said Batman Forever. Okay, that's that's okay uh, because that's one, okay, with, cause that's that's the the one Jim Carrey and Tommy Lee Jones, yeah. yeah.
1: So before we go on Batman tangents for another yeah. five hours, so Beth, you're gonna need you're gonna get a lot more coffee. But <laughs> Batman, this guy came out made an awful version of Mister Freeze, an awful movie. Every person in that movie kind of struggled to recover, but he was kind of like he made. It. Oh, and you know what? This is gonna be my little like quote of the day, but. And, Mr. F- and as Mr. Freeze, he's all iced out and blue. Fucking bald, sexy men. There Remember? you go. Yeah, nice. <laughs> that should be the end of the, of the episode. But so Arnold, I love action movies. They're so cheesy. It's it's one of those like tongue in cheek. They know how corny they are. Mm-hmm. There's no like, like th- this sort of paves the way for like your John Wicks nowadays or your Fast and the Furious or all these action movies, blockbusters where you know he's got tons of just
0: explosions machismo
1: and, like uh flexing like you got the the classic predator where him and um is it jesse Ventura or carl weathers which oh man i'm going I'm, I'm trying not to go too nerdy but where the big muscly arms and they, they it's so homoerotic like if you sit there and you if, if you're if you're a homosexual and you watch this and you're like man i really like this movie guess what it's for you mm-hmm. if you're a heterosexual you're like yo i would totally want to be one of these badasses with the a fucking machine gun off a helicopter, and I'm walking around with it like a heavy cannon. Mm-hmm. Then this movie's for you. You know, if you're a female and you think, God, guys are so stupid, they need a, a <laughs> woman to show them the way. This movie's for you. Like it, 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 it doesn't necessarily like um, portray women in the best light, but not even in the worst light. Like for me, like I'll give you examples that I have, and this isn't something that I sit there and write dissertations on or whatever. Mm-hmm. But in Commando, it, she's a like a light lighter skin like African American woman. And she's pretty young there, you know, very small, whatever. And she's not like, um, she's not, they don't fall in love. They don't hook up, which Mm -hmm. is like, you hate movies like that. I hate love stories. You always know they're going to get
0: the girl.
1: Yeah, as soon as the the fucking, like, first five minutes, like, okay, who the fuck is going to end up together? Because just get it out of my way so I can enjoy the fucking movie. So Mm -hmm. Arnold is like, and she helps him. Like, there's a funny-ass scene where... Um, I think they the, the police grab him or something, or he's he's uh, chained up. I want to say handcuffed like behind uh, the paddy wagon, I think. Mm-hmm. And she's being hauled off, and and she's driving in this fucking like Cadillac convertible. By the way, she's driving. <laughs> by the way, and and they just rob. This is like totally Terminator, so it ties in like Terminator. ass they rob like this um, gun store, and so they got all these weapons. I think, and and like they're pushing on shopping carts, and so he gets snatched up, and she's going, and she's chasing the cars. This is, I believe, Los Angeles, and there's no other cars, and in, 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 so it's obviously fantasy. Yeah. But she's driving in this fucking giant ass, like, Cadillac convertible that gets maybe three miles to the gallon, mm-hmm. and she flies by them, and she's kind of like giving them, like, little flirty eyes. And the driver, of course, she's using her women. Whim- it's very funny to me, but because she, she's not showing nothing really, she just kind of like, hey, how's it going? Kind of, and then, of course, because he's a, he's a testosterone guy, uh, the driver, mm-hmm. you know, he's like interpreting, oh, she's onto me or whatever. Yeah. So she drives. I can't remember how it goes. Somehow, like, they stop a light or whatever. But she fucking gets out and she gets this giant four barrel, like, rocket launcher to stop them. And I think they see it right. Oh, I love this fucking movie. And, and they look at her and they're like, and they're suddenly their libido is like fading real fast. <laughs> like, that oh, blood. Crap. <laughs> yeah, that blood is rushing elsewhere. And they're like, what the fuck? And, and I, I believe this is hilarious. She has it backwards. Because who the fuck knows how to use a rocket launcher out of the <laughs> box? And so she launches one backward and, like, blows up a car. And she's like, oh, shit. And so now it's hilarious because it's it takes, you know, in real time where the guys are kind of like, okay, so she's not fucking around. <laughs> so, of course, she turns around and I think it knocks her down. But, like, she hits it enough to where, like, it turns the truck and, like, he escapes or whatever. So he, he saved without her help, she, he would – like, Arnold – like, the movie ends, like, 40 minutes in or whatever. And the whole thing, he's trying to save his daughter, which is, all oh, okay, cool. He's a young – and and his daughter, which it ties into a lot of like weird shit, you know, whatever. But uh, Alyssa Milano, if you know who that is, I've
0: heard that. Who's the before. boss? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. And, like, and she's kind of name, but what's it from? she's
1: you know been in the whole like Me Too stuff. She's been one of the big spokesperson, and and you know she's she's gone through some silly shit. She was, um, I think, she was in Charm, which I think me and my sister talked. Yeah, who cares? Now I'm going way on a tangent. Mm-hmm. Um, but but so anyway, like her character, the way it's portrayed, but Arnold he's you know he, he gets knocked down he gets up again but i never i don't know how the fucking song goes but
0: uh, i hate that song with a passion
1: good because i completely but- butchered it you know but if you like it like good for you i don't give a shit you're not gonna <laughs> you're not gonna convince us otherwise we're too old and, mm-hmm. and dug deep into our fucking uh home um, stereo or um i don't know who cares anyway so arnold terminator kids, 2 get off my lawn. yeah damn kids get off my lawn I, i'm like Grant have you said grand torino have you seen that movie? with
0: Mark has. He keeps talking to me about that. That's the one with Clint Eastwood, Clint Eastwood, right? yeah. Yeah, and those two kids are fighting on his lawn. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, well, basically, like, I agree almost completely with that movie, except for the fucking racism, because he's, like, he he treats, he says so many, like, Asian stereotype shit. But at the end, it's kind of sweet, because, like, the young kid, he, like, gave him his car. So it's something mm-hmm. about that. Anyway, more and more tangents. Let, this, this will be for the Clintwood, uh, Clintwood, Clint Eastwood hour. But Arnold, Terminator 2, one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, and this was a kind of side tangent, but going back with uh, Robert Patrick, I guess he played guitar, and I didn't know this until I was researching yesterday, but he actually played in Nine Inch Nails. Hmm. So This is this is what I wrote verbatim. He also has played, in parentheses, because I wasn't going to talk about it, he also has played with Nine Inch Nails, one of my all-time fave bands, but let's not go there. I totally put that on there.
0: <laughs> did uh, I ever, sh- I think it was my friend that told me about that, did I ever show you, um, uh, Hollywood Vampires, I think it's called.
1: With Johnny Depp, right?
0: Johnny Depp and Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper, yeah. Yeah, and one other. Joe Joe Perry? Yeah, Joe Perry. From,
1: uh, I'm going to fuck it up because I know I fucked it up last time. I'm not going to go there. Who
0: Aerosmith.
1: Is... Oh, man, that was damn. That was an easy win for me. <laughs> I'm a Jeopardy nerd, by the way, so that was going to be my little. $1,000, Alex. Rest in peace, yeah, Alex. Ac-
0: actually, it, it's not bad. I mean, but I, I just love Alice Cooper's sound.
1: And his persona, yeah. yeah.
0: School is out for I, the summer. I, I always used to, I, I grew up listening to Alice Cooper. <laughs> I, I know
1: next to nothing about Alex Cooper, but the more I know about him, the more I love the dude because he plays golf.
0: Yeah, his, Alice is his character. Persona, his music, yeah. yeah. his real name's Vincent.
1: His jive as alien, if you will.
0: Yeah. And he, in real life, he's actually a Christian and is kinda, a priest.
1: Oh, that I did not know.
0: Not a priest <laughs> for the Church of Satan, is he? No, no, no. <laughs> But he still does his Alice character, which is, you know, the epitome of evil. <laughs> yeah, like,
1: know? the, the we've been, that's the way, like, I've seen him, I, I don't know if it's the school's Out video, but he's, he's like been with Sesame Street, you know what I mean? Like, this dude transcends whatever, like, mm-hmm. oh, can kids watch it? Like, yes. You just answered mm-hmm. yes. But what about, like, you know, uh, for, for animals? Yes. Like, mm-hmm. but my mom, she's like, a, uh, you know, she goes to church. She's a sweet little church lady. Yeah, he's born again. He's a Christian. Like, yes, it's okay yeah. for him. Yeah. But I like Rob Zombie. I like that sort of, like, yes. metal. Like, yes, yes you're either. <laughs> but I like Weird Al. That's kind of silly. Yes. Like, motherfucker, you're not listening. You're, this time <laughs> he, you're wasting. everything. This this All this time you're wasting talking to me about it, you could be fucking listening to Alice mm-hmm. Cooper,
0: you know. Mm-hmm.
1: But he has schools out, which is, like, very kind of, like, I, I want to say cheesy, but with the utmost respect. Like I mean cheese. Like I love me some cheese.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Literally and figuratively. Like give me a fucking pound <laughs> of cheese. Give me a block of cheese. Dude, I just finished a giant pizza, cheese pizza. Give me a block of cheese. I'm gonna eat it. Mm-hmm. I fucking love me some cheese.
0: When growing up, my my dad had um, billion dollar babies and Welcome to My Nightmare, which Welcome to My Nightmare was my is my favorite.
1: That's the, his albums. Yeah. Is, okay, okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, there's two. There's actually three songs at the end of Welcome to My Nightmare that mm-hmm. you know growing up just gave me the chills It was so creepy like i like creepy and like sinister i don't like blood and gore type stuff
1: like fun creepy like disney like uh, the skeletons no, it, was, Mansion. it was
0: just creepy <laughs> oh okay <laughs> um, bad.
1: don't listen to me. uh
0: years ago steven and the awakening What's that? It those are the three songs at the end of the oh okay, okay. at you know, the end of because because he does
1: like operatic right so they're they're kind of tied in together correct? some of them are yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah
0: um back when songs told stories yeah yeah It takes and, a
1: lot of like preparedness like to, mm-hmm. to flesh out the whole story like that's kind of what I have planned which is that's dope I kind of didn't know that so that's pretty dope
0: but yeah if you get a chance to listen to him they're they're really great they go in that order years ago Stephen and the Awakening it's like him years ago is him kind of like in this childlike mentality you know remembering how things were years ago there's this super creepy harpsichord playing and you know does
1: the harpsichord sound like a theremin i'm asking for a friend
0: no no fuck that friend Um, (laughs) it sounds like an organ that's broken basically
1: i mean i think if you look up theremin in the dictionary that's what it says a broken organ but all right continue (laughs) side tangent
0: but um but yeah it's, it's like the the whole story is he's dreaming and he's, like, dreaming about how things were when he was a kid. And he hears his mom calling him. And, and it's a character and, he made, right? Or yeah, is it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the second one is uh, Steven, which is the name of the character. Oh, okay. And, you know, um, it's like I hear her calling my name, Steven. And, like, you think he's talking about his mom. But in The Awakening, you realize he was talking about his wife. He woke up and he had murdered his wife in his sleep.
1: All right. So... <laughs> See, this is what happens when I, like, hand over the reins. I don't know how we ended up here, Beth. This, yeah. Like, I was all excited. Like, I'm learning so much. And then right there is, like, okay, so it's about, like, like accidental death. Like, but, it, you know Like,
0: I, the the calling his name and Stephen was his wife trying to wake him up.
1: To stop murdering her?
0: To stop him.
1: Fuck. All right, we might have to pause Do there. we
0: know anything, not know anything about Alice Cooper?
1: Next to nothing, like, dancing with snakes. Well, the, there you
0: go. If you like creepy, you know... Weird twists on stories and we gotta change this. memories. We gotta
1: and... change this to a Disney episode because I was like on riding See, I could this do wave. Disney
0: like hearted you well, know fun stuff and I could do super. Well, I'm sitting there, look, you...
1: I'm sitting there coasting on the on the cruiser on the motorcycle and I'm like having a free ride and all of a sudden I run into like a DUI checkpoint. Like <laughs> holy shit, talk about a rude awakening. Sorry.
0: no, it's it didn't it's mean good to bring everything down. You know, fuck. Uh, but I I just I just love those three songs together. They're you know the the story is fucked up. I'll give <laughs> you that, but. The, the sound of them is just so creepy. It just ooh. well,
1: you know, and, and that's, I used to listen to as a kid. When's the last time you kind of listened to it, or
0: um, it's been a couple years. It's so like ingrained and in like, you that you don't yeah, have to. Yeah, uh, we have those albums at home. They're in a box somewhere. I think that's why I haven't listened to them recently. Oh, uh, vinyl, CD. Oh, boo! you know, no. it's only oh, vinyl, man. I never showed you our vinyl collection. It's huge.
1: Holy shit! I got to... <laughs> Well, I showed you the, the Haunted music, right, on that? Yeah, 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 that
0: was cool. I
1: can't figure it out, though, because I put these brand-new albums. I got, like, Iron Maiden on the wall, mm-hmm. Ozzy, and I put them on, and I, and I can't get it to play right. I think is the needle. Um, maybe Mark could mm-hmm. be better because, like I said, I'm very, like, I got zero patience for myself. Mm-hmm. But, like, when it comes to the bike, like, that, manna, that mania, you know, like, mm-hmm. I, I do the controlled chaos. So if you want me to sit down and, like, read a book, like, I have to be, like uh, – you know, like you th- you think of the circus. I gotta be balancing on the ball, like juggling chainsaws. That's the only way I could read. You know what I mean? Is, mm-hmm. it, does that make sense? Probably not. But um, back to Terminator 2. My favorite. We gotta yeah. end this episode. Yeah. But, Alice Cooper, back around. but Alice Cooper.
0: Background.
1: But it, Alice Cooper. It's you know what it ties that in because it has that sort of that sort of like Nine Inch Nails. That sort of creepy. Like where you mm-hmm. feel that 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 rush. That sort of that pain. But you get over it mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. move on. So like. You go from Nine Inch Nails, this is all theoretical by the way, but you go from Nine Inch Nails, you abuse the heroin, you're, you're kind of torturing yourself, but you recover from it and you come out strong on the other side mm. a la Johnny Cat. It's something tragically beautiful about it, you know, which again, I don't know why, it, we gotta. We might have to, I'm kind of slowly, like unconsciously, but I'm slowly building up my, my case so we could do like a whole episode about like, I love that it and I, like I don't ask you at all, but I love how you're surprised about that. I like like I'm a huge Manson fan. Mm-hmm. That makes me a bigger Manson fan. And I think I mentioned <laughs> it how you know, his thing is like sort of the the, the combination of beauty and, and tragedy. Like his name is Marilyn Monroe combined with Charles Manson, mm-hmm. so it's Marilyn Manson, which is ah, that's stupid. That's 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 a that's a, a gimmie Like. But if you didn't know that, it doesn't matter, right? Mm-hmm. So like, why are you so? Guess what? If you don't like Marilyn Manson, don't fucking listen to his music. Mm-hmm. Like, how hard is that? Yeah. But people sit there and make crusades. Like, we're not gonna go on that tangent. Mm-hmm. But um,
0: I don't like him, so stop him.
1: Yeah, I don't like him, so nobody should listen to him. Like, that's yeah, fucking exactly. dumb, you know? Mm-hmm. And and the more people push against, which I haven't had happen, but I build these little fantasies in my head. But the more people push against me to about liking him, the more it's like, the more I like him, the more you don't like him, just in general. Well, I'm not more,
0: saying, you know. You shouldn't like him, or I don't like him. You know, it was just never really, really talked about him. Yeah, exactly. Surprised me because,
1: like, Mm -hmm. you know, same with you. Like, you've never talked about Alice Cooper. So, if Mm -hmm. somebody asked me, "Hey, does Beth like like How the fuck would I know? We've never talked about Alice Mm -hmm. Cooper, but now, Mm -hmm. but when you say about it, it's like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Like, it's not surprising. Like, Beth really. It's so it's that beautiful tragedy. And like, he's one of the very few golfers that I could tolerate. (laughs) That's kind of where I I, I lost track. Where uh, he's he's very quiet about it. It's none of his if you ask them about golf like oh yeah i like golf but if you say like oh ugh, so you're all about the anti-environment like what the fuck are you talking about i like swinging a little ball quiet in my own little space and then you know welcome to my nightmare you know enjoy that and like the more i know about him, the more i love about him.
0: yeah i remember seeing an <clears throat> interview with them and they're they're saying does alice golf he's like no alice doesn't golf vincent golfs but alice would use a golf club as a weapon or something
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and depending on like if it's like a mainstream or more like a rock journalist it'd be more like a, oh he's fucking with those or he's being an asshole mm-hmm. so like no it, he's being completely honest like
0: it, <laughs> he he is really silly yeah yeah, yeah like, that's you, what it is you, you see him in a candid light he's he's very silly i remember seeing this other he's in like in his 60s right he's
1: he's like in his 60s he's up there uh,
0: if not 70s. older you know yeah. Uh, yeah um he was on like some sort of like night show like you know jay leno or something oh, talk he, show, he was, yeah. yeah talk show and he <clears> kept going on about you know going on tour and he's he's like yeah you know i love music i love seeing all that stuff but really what i'm passionate about is i'm a i'm a hanger enthusiast Oh what hanger you know like coat hangers oh shit like, dude that's hilarious you know he, hilarious. <laughs> you know, hit all these you know towns the collect the, hangers yeah oh my god <laughs> that's like, fucking the, the, hilarious the towns the hotels all the hangers and like at the end you know they're they're playing a song he's got a hanger and he's like flaring it oh my it's god it's really funny
1: i might have to look that up because that sounds like right up my alley if you know what he i mean He just
0: keeps talking he keeps talking about cone hangers and he's got like you know technical turns for him you know like you know this model with the the optional pant clips and stuff like that. <laughs> they
1: stopped marketing this one in 2001 because it was found to like contain trace amounts of mercury or something oh my god that's you know what
0: it's it's stuff like that but about something that you would not you know think twice about you know a and because like
1: because like the, the sort of scholar in me i'm sitting there thinking like i gotta do the research and find out but like no it's more it's more fun if you just let it be you know mm-hmm. like hey is he is he is he messing with you yes yes oh is he being <laughs> honest oh yes like wait so is he being really like yes like fucking tell me like why like who gives a shit yeah. it's funny you know it's fun like
0: just enjoy it
1: yeah enjoy the ride like just why do you got to sit there and worry about like okay i gotta take a turn take a right turn take a left turn it's 180 miles i gotta stop here he's like just fucking enjoy the ride idiot He's like mm. don't call me an idiot now i hurt my feelings now i'm gonna now, now, <laughs> now i'm going offended now i'm gonna ban alice cooper from the fucking nation like calm the fuck down dude <laughs> um so it ties in you know to me it's like a lot like less claypool like whether hugely talented artist, another artist that I'm not really familiar with, but I love the shit out of, um, kind yeah. of the same the same vein where like, their, their persona is real. They're I don't it just you can't he's really very, describe. It.
0: Yeah, he's he's very silly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I really like Primus. Um. My name is Mud. Yeah. has
1: w- w- got a big brown beaver or something.
0: Winona's got a big brown beaver. Winona's big brown beaver.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Winona's yeah, is. It's like, well, is he talking about blah, yeah. blah? Yes. Wait, what's it? Is he being serious? Yes. Being serious. <laughs> like, dude, you're asking so many questions. Just but fucking. He's got listen so to
0: many, like, side projects, and all of them are good. <laughs> well,
1: this, I've gotten a little bit of knowledge of, of Primus from, like, fucking rock band. Mm-hmm. They had a song, um, John the Fisherman. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. love that jam. Like, the beat.
0: John the, the, the beat kind of, like, bounces nah, back and nah, forth. One.
1: It's going, like, one, two, three, one, one. It, it's it's it, all it, over the place.
0: I think what's. What's fun about Les Claypool is you know, you, you think, you know, rock band, you expect him to be, you know, hardcore, you yeah. know, angry metal, but he's just like this total redneck Yeah who loves to fish.
1: Oh, okay. I didn't even know that. because well, <laughs>
0: he's written several songs about fishing and catching fish and fish that he's caught. So
1: Wow. So he's in in my group of like, Hey Tony, you gotta like um look into this this musician. And I mean that list does not fucking shorten Mm -hmm. up by the way so that ties back into oh you got something else
0: Oh, i was gonna say he's got another he's got he does a side project he's got a shitload of him i think he's he's got shitload of him but i got one album it's got um him trey anastasio from fish who what i'm a big fish fan yeah and um i can never remember his name but he was the drummer. not not like sifu
1: it's it's spelled (laughs) p-h-i-s-h But, um, They've been on The Simpsons. Uh, yeah, they have. It, I've got that one on DVD. Probably more than once, but it's been more than twenty minutes. <laughs> Fish
0: since don't time. see a prescription. We are out of here. But anyway, um, it's got the scene for Fish, and I can never remember his name. But he's the drummer from the Police, I think.
1: Oh shit! Really? I I don't know his name, but
0: Steven something.
1: Infamously, for me is like um, I can't. You might know the song it is, but it might have been "Message in the Bottle." or someone yeah, that, where
0: that's like their big what
1: well, what's well, a song where infamously like he's playing almost backwards where like usually okay I hope I could visual or um, musically visualize it for you, but most you know beats the generic ones like one two three four one two three four. Mm -hmm. So drum is like doom doom doom. You're just the backing ground. Like just do your part and let the singer and emote. And then Les Claypool, he's a bassist. Yeah,
0: anything he does like bass takes center stage, whereas usually it's the backup singer. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like stay out of the way and and like for me, the way I kind of like. Where I that's why I kind of get get the your vibe is like I'm a big Rush fan, mm-hmm. which is kind of around the same time as like Fish, I think. But Rush like, is before Fish. Like way before, I think. Not like,
0: not way before. I think they're the '70s and Fish started really coming into light in the early, the '80s.
1: And and they're very they're both very similar because they're very much kind of like jam bands where mm-hmm. it's the stereotype of like like hey can you guys play one song and like three hours later <laughs> they're like. Hey, how many songs have you guys played? Oh, we're still we're we're yeah. almost done with the first one. Like yeah. holy shit, the are called jam band, which is, you know, when
0: Grateful Dead was uh famous for that too. My brother's got a, I think it's Dark Star, which is a Grateful Dead song, hmm. and it's like forty minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> if if not longer, it's like because I remember him. He he used to work at this theater in town. And he was playing it there while he was working. One of his friend or coworkers like dude, how long is this going to go on? And he he like looks at it and he's like, in five minutes, it'll be halfway done. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it's one of those like, um, hey, um, can you take me to the store? Oh yeah, let me just listen to one song. All right, no problem. And then like 30 <laughs> minutes later, like, holy shit. And like, yeah, I'm almost done. It's like, you motherfucker.
0: And working at the arcade, you know, there's, Huge, huge following behind the the dancing game DDR is the oh, the yeah. famous one. But we had in the groove. They called it ITG.
1: I think I know And those.
0: um the the people that are religious to that game um need a program that we let them put on there to where they can bring their USB card and oh, shit. um play songs that they made at home. Yeah. Because they're that obsessive about it, and so like I used to make jokes with <clears> them. It's like you know find one of these really long jams. It's like, you, you want you want a longer session? Get one of these really long jams. They're like, you know, 30, 40 minutes yeah. and make steps to that.
1: Yeah, you want to prove your worth as, like, a ultimate dancer? Like, that's mm-hmm. the one.
0: But but getting right back around <clears throat> to this band, like, so um, Les Claypool and Trey Anastasia are good friends because, you know, they worked on this band together. Yeah. Um, yeah Great minds this, think alike. And yeah. All and there was this article <clears throat> in Relics. They, they featured Les Claypool's uh, uh, magazine. Hmm. And... um. He was talking about going fishing with Trey, and um, like Trey, he like you know sets out his line, puts his hat over his face, and leans back. And he's like, "Dude, I thought you said we were going fishing." He's like, "I said we we're going fishing. Didn't say we were going catching." <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it, is it very like off the cuff, like unrehearsed, like yeah? Oh, that's yeah. what I love. That, that's
0: that. just you know you know recounting the story you know when they went out on the boat together to know?
1: him that's probably like the thousandth time he's done that probably and the other time he's kind of all excited like probably never been fishing maybe yeah because like oh i thought it was different like well why you're thinking if you don't know nothing about fishing why you already have like <laughs> like preconceived notions you know what i mean That's what's
0: funny. <laughs> your band's called fish dude <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. it's like oh that's hilarious i didn't even catch that that's yeah. funny as shit
0: but but yeah um the, the band is uh, called Oysterhead. But there's this one song that, like, really...
1: Um, Not Blue Oyster Coat. Ha <laughs> ha, all no, right, keep going. Please, no. keep going.
0: But, like, I didn't really like this song at first, but the more I listened to it, the more I like the, oh, the percussion the in it. It the, grows on yeah, the Yeah, the percussion in it is so so detailed and there's so much going on
1: very intricate
0: yeah very yeah. intricate and yeah. you know the more i listen to the per- the percussion in this song it like just totally you know the more you like it highlights the drummer layers of layers of yeah. layers like yeah. i love that yeah i'll have to find it and send it to you but it, it, it's really good man so, so. yeah that, that that's best little tangent about les claypool and one of his side projects i also got uh les claypool's Frog Brigade, couple albums of those, which are
1: really good. It is kind of a weird. I don't know why my brain. I don't think it's less Clay. I might just have to cut this out. But you ever heard of like um, Captain Beefheart? Mm-mm. Oh, okay, good because I'm. I barely. I've heard about this name, but let's not even go there. So, ten minutes left, Beth. We had a good tangents. Yeah. See, nice. before this, Beth's never even mentioned about fish. Nobody knew she liked fish. So this is great. Like just Yeah, drew yeah. That I've on.
0: got. I've got. I used to listen to fish at storage. Just yeah. Just see, it, you were never in the office.
1: I would wow. totally like we could go another hour of it, but that's kind of when it comes to music, it's more not like I'm surprised, but it was it was it was great kind of getting to know you. Like I see your CDs that you play, and you had stuff like Fish, and then I think like Les Claypool. And I can't remember, of course, like Disney stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was always kind of like, oh that's cool that you know because when I would be out like cleaning and stuff, I'd have my headphones in. Mm-hmm. So it throughout throughout life, one of the biggest sort of um, anchors for me has been music, mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm it's either where only I listen to it and nobody else can get like I listen to a lot of metal like I love that frantic like energy where it's like controlled chaos man mm-hmm. I keep coming back to it and it's almost like I don't know if I'm making it I'm manifesting it just by I'm jokingly trying to like give it life but it's kind of taking on life of its own it's like hey buddy and the turnaround is like this weird Frankenstein of like mm-hmm. you know <laughs> like yeah I'm your your musical taste I'm like you're fucking weird dude mm-hmm. like I don't want to be rude and I'm fucking weird but you're, you're kind of creeping me out like Oh, that's cool. Like I got something. <laughs> yeah. Like, back the fuck up, man. But
0: But yeah, I mean my best friend, we've been friends for twenty years now, over twenty years now. How we met is at school she was wearing a pink foliage shirt and I said, I love your shirt. Yeah, just for that. Yeah. <laughs> just for that. And it's turned into a lifelong friendship. And
1: and kinda of trying to come on my show, I get like that too, where like now like I I, I was thinking about this actually the other day. I don't know if you remember I said when we worked that store, I sent you a picture of um you weren't there that day Randomly, like a tenant or something, they were wearing like a Zelda sweater, mm-hmm. and on the back was like the Hyrule shield or something. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I just try to stay out of people's way because I like. I'm, I'm i can't even fucking function on my own i it take so much energy just to put one foot in front of the other so mm-hmm. much but like i saw it and i, I just say like don't fucking think about it I just do it. So I'm like hey man i, I can't remember if it was a guy or a girl but i like hey i fucking love your sweater and it's like hey this might be weird but can i take a picture of it and i sent it to you because it's mm-hmm. like
0: I, I think i remember that yeah. i
1: didn't take a picture of like their face or nothing like no it's just your fucking sweater just, <laughs> i
0: think i told you to go steal it from them <laughs>
1: oh, <for> man, <laughs> i wouldn't <laughs> be surprised i wouldn't He's be like, surprised it, please. i wouldn't <laughs> be surprised if part of me was kind of like okay in this corner, there's no camera, so if I get him here, they're like, whoa, "Whoa, whoa, back up, Tony!" That joke has gone way too far. But yeah, we definitely gotta end this now. Um, so, Terminator Two, one of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> back to Terminator. Yeah, back to Terminator. Uh, but it's made by a brilliant director, James Cameron, mm-hmm. who did Titanic, which is people would think is hilarious, and I hate Titanic. If you like Titanic, I don't give a shit. It's good for you. This is a. I love uh, Kate Winslet, which is the the main actress She's in the very movie. Very pretty. Uh, um, if you did, you watch Titanic? No. Okay. Well, there's a scene where I don't know if it was really her because she's a badass actress, but she's in the nude and Leonardo DiCaprio and draws he's supposed her. Supposed to
0: be drawing her, yeah.
1: Well, f- the director James Cameron is the one drawing her, so like, okay, weirdo, why do you? Oh wait, okay. Can we clear this the 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 um stage? Like, you know, it, let's respect her privacy. She's gonna be nude, but like, I'll be the one drawing her. Like, okay, that's fucking weirdo. Why can't Leo do it? He's been in the and movie. Maybe he's not
0: an artist.
1: I mean, fair enough. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. And. And you know what?
0: And you know, like, Leonardo DiCaprio, like, kind of touching on him real quick, in the early parts of his career when he was just considered the pretty boy. Finding himself. Yeah, I didn't really care for him that much. Me neither, yeah. But as he's gotten older, he's really turned into a great actor.
1: Well, if you look back now, like, sort of, I guess, under a different light, you look at his earlier roles, and... They're even better. Like, he was in What's Eating Gilbert Great? He
0: was great in that. It, One that, of his very that, first roles. That movie makes me cry every time. And isn't
1: Johnny Depp in it? Yes. Oh, shit.
0: He, yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio plays his uh, special needs What, are you going to say
1: depression or something? That's yeah. <laughs> some kind of... No, his,
0: his, you know, Johnny Depp's the older brother. His little brother's Leonardo DiCaprio, who has special needs. Yeah. And, you know, it's just them trying to take care of him. But kind of me... But also, you know keep their mama from dying because yeah. she's morbidly obese. Or obese. morbid morbidly, morbidly obese. obese. And, yeah.
1: Real quick, so in, in American Dad, which I like better cartoon than Family Guy, same people, at least in the beginning. Now it's separate, I guess. But they had like an episode, or maybe it was a Simpsons, I don't remember, but there was like a, a family of squirrels and one was an obese one. And even though I've never seen Gilbert Great, I kind of knew, yeah. And, and And one of them is like kind of a dopey, like, a chipmunk or something a squirrel and he's like hey mama hey mom and so mm-hmm. like he's all excited and she dies I don't know about the fucking movie but
0: she dies oh. spoiler alert
1: <laughs> yeah I definitely gotta boost it up at least a little bit in the last five minutes so Leonardo DiCaprio Titanic off, not awful I hate that movie but if you love it I don't care mm-hmm. but and James Cameron we had two VHS tapes because that's how old we are when it first came out. And I, this is how. Yeah, it was the,
0: it was the two, two VHS set.
1: Yeah. The two part. T- I bought it for my sister with my own money. I bought it for my sister. Why? It's one of those like subconscious things. I don't mm-hmm. know. But I bought it for my sisters. They love the shit out of it. And I was like, I hate it. But I did mess up. the... If you know anything about VHS, this is going to be, you know, kind of. You'll know what I'm talking about. I'm not going to explain it. But that part where it's nude, it messes up the tracking <laughs> for obvious reasons, if you know what I'm talking about. So, like. Anyway, let's move on from there. So, James Cameron, Leonardo DiCaprio, um, this was right after Romeo and Juliet, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is another which movie is another which. Uh, movie
0: that kind of lodged him into the.
1: Really pushed him to like the edge of his sort of comfort zone. Well, for me, from his earlier movies, and I watched it later, it was this it was after Titanic. I've seen it on reruns on TV, but have you ever seen The Basketball Diaries? Mm hmm he's very young he's a little after Gilbert Grape but pre-Titanic pre-Roman Juliet but he plays like um, based on true story like an author that wrote it with him and some other actors where he plays um they play high school basketball and they get hooked on heroin Huh. So it's this is the, I'm gonna call this the heroin diaries. Yeah, which is this the Nikki is the heroin
0: episode. God, I'm gonna I'm just
1: bleep out all the heroin because <laughs> it's making me uncomfortable. But I've never done heroin, by the way. I don't know. It's kind of like a bragging, right? <laughs> but <laughs> but so but so in the, in the movie, like his mom kicks him out, like she's a single mom. They get like sexually, nearly sexually abused by like their basketball. It's fucking tragic. And he hooks up with these gorgeous girls, whatever. But he he ends up on the street, and at the end, he's doing like this sort of soliloquy. If you know what that is, like, mm-hmm. the, or um, not soliloquy, um monologue monologue there you go monologue to like and, and it's one of those like well is is it for real or is he recalling the story and he's doing it on stage and it's like this whole time he's writing and when people read his his writing they're like you fucking weirdo and this is because the, the the geek i am but like in the beginning like um um he's going through puberty let's say and and he's writing like stories and him and his friends are kind of comparing mm-hmm. and his mom thinks that he has a year-round code Okay, I'm leaving that as it is. You okay. can fill in the blanks <laughs> if you can. If you're over 12 years, if you're over six years old, you probably know what I'm talking about. So anyway, Basketball Diaries, heroin, back to Scott Weiland, heroin, back to Filter, which you shoot up heroin without a filter. I don't, know, I made nah. that up. It just sound, it was a one of those funny moments for me, but um, not funny, ha funny like holy shit. But what was I talking? Okay, Terminator 2, fair movie of all time, James Cameron. I squared up. They did shitty stuff with the series, like, and I've watched every single one. Of. Mm-hmm. Um, the way one of the big things I like it, the main character, um, Linda Hamilton, I think the actress's name, uh, Sarah Connor, I was
0: about to say, she played Sarah Connor, yeah,
1: Sarah Connor, infamously. So, in the first Terminator, it was basically like there was no risk, right? Like, mm-hmm. it was basically if somebody watches it yeah let's let's throw it away and see if it works it was one of his first major movies I think I think he did The Abyss I don't know I'm really out of my element here but Lila Hamilton she's like the fucking damsel in distress Uh, Kyle Reese is the guy that's sent back in time to save her whatever and they end up romantic boo but in the second movie she's a fucking badass She's, she's locked up in a psych ward but she's a fucking badass, and the T one thousand is coming for her.
0: Yeah, it's funny she breaks herself out right before the Terminator comes Shows to up, break him out to rescue her. <laughs> to yeah, to rescue her.
1: So it's it's not like she's a damsel in distress, because he ends up she ends up saving him, because like a uh, very cool scene where I forgot what he has, but something's wrong with his head, and she has to sort of like pull things out of him. something like that. It's very
0: you need. He has like some sort of sort, blah, blah, blah. some sort of chip in his head that's like. You know, a tracker maybe or something yeah it's it's dangerous For me to because to, because you know the t-1000 the the ending you oh. know you i'm not gonna say you know spoiler alert but oh, you know how on, the please. how it ends he kills you know? himself to yeah. so his
1: technology is not so, around to be yeah. exploited yeah which spoiler it gets exploited like five more times yeah. whatever but let's go with the great one and it has that classic where he's going down and he gets a th- it's very emotional because he's doing that thumbs up um, he's sort of a father figure for the main kid, John Connor, mm-hmm. who's supposed to become like the face of the revolution. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, we're going to... All right, Beth, you got another hour? I'm just kidding. <laughs> but Lena Hamilton, she's a strong female. She's great. They brought her back for the, like, the newest one, Dark Fate, which was kind of all over the place. But as an actor, she's very cool. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I'm a big Lena Hamilton fan. Like, you got to respect the strong female, like, because why make them romantic? They're so boring when you make the romantic lead, when it's like, I'm going to... I'm capable of so much, but I'm gonna sit here and wait till this fucking cyborg comes rescue me and I don't know if that had anything to do with it, but around the time she was either dating or she was married to um the director, James Cameron, mm-hmm. which like I don't know if that fucking means anything, but it's just funny to me. Um,
0: there was an episode of Mythbusters where they were testing um something from Titanic, and James Cameron was on it. They're like, you ever heard of James Cameron?" And the other one goes, "You mean the guy the new guy we hired to clean the building
1: was that his name?
0: <laughs> it was actually James Cameron. But the, they're like, oh, you mean that the guy? The director? Like yeah, the, the director.
1: Oh, shit, that's hilarious. I got to watch that. It,
0: they're, they're testing the, um, it is from Titanic, the the door. <laughs> oh,
1: my God, the infamous.
0: The door. Yeah. yeah. Whether or not both of them would have been able to stay on the door.
1: What was the conclusive? I forgot. I knew it and I forgot.
0: If you modify the door with your life preserver, both could have stayed on there. Because there, there was room for two on there. Yeah, but yeah. But the that... buoyancy uh, wouldn't, have, I didn't know that. wouldn't yeah. have worked. Yeah. So... You know the door by itself, that both of them wouldn't have been able to stay on it there. Would have sunk. But if you yeah. modified it by putting your life preserver under, it would have added enough buoyancy for two people to stay there.
1: Which is, that's kind of okay. It's I'm gonna just do a quick tangent, but it's, it's sort of like the damsel and distress thing. But she's the one that ends up saving, and she's the old lady that's telling the story. Mm-hmm. You know, spoiler alert. But she throws her her pocket pendant, or whatever. Yeah, that he gave to her, or whatever, and. I don't know. There's a lot of weird about that movie, but yeah. I liked it from a weird perspective. I've actually almost said I actually visited the real Titanic. No, <laughs> I actually visited the Queen Mary, which uh, to me and my little brain like connects that somehow. Uh, but we're not gonna go there either. So yeah,
0: that's a whole other episode. So
1: <laughs> this was my episode about music. Army of Anyone. Uh, so real, real quick, Beth. We're gonna summarize. it. So it was about not the not the code open, but it was about Army of Anyone and ultimately about my love letter to terminator 2 that i've squared up with so many movies um oh which i say we're going to talk about but we'll do next time toy story one of my first Mm -hmm. years of all time i bought like a little child i don't give a fuck man it's very it's very like release you get that sort of that Mm -hmm. like emotion like again you sort of curl up and cry and just let it out and then just move on like Mm -hmm. don't let it don't let it hinder you for the rest of your life whatever so on that note i think also real quick army of anyone terminator 2 james cameron titanic uh les claypool fish so i mean you guys got a lot of shit to you Mm can watch movie you're you're in quarantine anyway right just fucking watch movies check it all out um if you want if not guess what just come on back to the jive as alien uh so yeah check us out on instagram me and beth thanks a lot again beth Hope your Sundays. I mean, these are hell of Sundays. I think. Yeah. This coffee, fucking. I'm probably gonna go drink more. If my heart explodes, (laughs) I'll I'll send you a text.
0: Okay. Um, Yeah.
1: Jive as aliens, signing off. uh, Taking off from the mothership with, of course, my co-host
0: here, Beth, the Supreme Deity.
1: And uh, who knows what we'll talk about next time. Mm -hmm. And hopefully, I got two weeks or so to like just destroy the evidence of this episode.
0: Okay. (laughs) All right. See ya.